Cleanouts by G-Bella is a full-service cleanout business offering cleanouts for offices, homes, commercial buildings, estate sales, attics, basements, storage units, and much, much more. They will remove carpeting, wood or metal sheds, above-ground pools, wood or metal swing sets, and scrap metal. They basically do it all. They'll remove any trash you have, and they're very, very reliable and very easy to get in touch with. Cleanouts by G-Bella also offers rekeying services for foreclosed properties. So if you're in the REO business or the foreclosure business of real estate, they're definitely going to be somebody you want to keep on your contact list. They are fully licensed and insured company available for any of your property preservation or cleanout needs, working with many realtors and attorneys throughout the state of New Jersey. For a free estimate, contact Frank at 908-296-8519 and check them out on Facebook and YouTube at Cleanouts by G. Bella. Again, it's 908 296 8519. Give them a call today. Our second sponsor for this episode is Garden State Water Heater Company. My 50 gallon water heater was leaking. I Googled them and I found Garden State Water Heater Company. Sean and Carmen showed up the same day and within an hour they removed and replaced a 50 gallon ream water heater and showed me how to flush and maintain the unit for longer use. They're very hands on and they will show you and instruct you on how to maintain your water heater as well as replace it. Um, I couldn't have asked for better customer service. They showed up, they were quick, and they were extremely reasonable. Garden State Water Heater cover all of New Jersey and can be reached anytime at 973-434-4100. Again, their number is 973-434-4100. Give them a call today and get a free estimate. What's going on, everybody? This is Mike Greco. I'm here with Ed Stulock today. You're listening to Real Talk, the number one real estate podcast in New Jersey. We're still making that claim, even though we don't even know if it's true or not. We're just going to put it out there into the universe, and hopefully it does come true. If, if there are any bigger podcasts, don't sue me. But um, today we have Ed Stulock, the millennial realtor. You might have heard of him on Instagram before. How you doing, Ed? Amazing, amazing. How's life? How's business going? I, always, I start with a little icebreaker just asking you how your business is going in 2020 and where you see the market going. Man, you know, um, it's uh, what we're in July now. Yeah. I don't even know what month it is anymore. I know. The year went. Um, yeah. Flew by. And it flew by for sure. And beginning of COVID, I was, um, I don't know what I was going to predict, to be honest, with like real estate. Thought like the first two weeks, I thought my career was done with real estate. I was like, yeah. okay, I guess no more houses. So I'm uh, going to focus more so on coaching realtors, which is my true passion at the end of the day. Awesome. But uh, when it comes to like coaching realtors on social media and branding, right? But I thought that was going to be in effect. But then I was thinking that's too much of a commodity. Mm. Now we hit COVID, you know, like how are people going to afford my coaching and stuff? It's not even important for them. Right. So I'm like, oh man, I got to really restructure my mind. But um, three weeks later, all my buyers were like, yo, we can't take this anymore. We got to look for houses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Ever since then, it's been nonstop. Every house has minimum five offers. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. I just want another one this morning. I want another one yesterday. I was like, finally, things Congrats. are happening. And yeah, good tough. thing you're pranking through. It's tough. Yeah, it's, it's so tough to win an offer right now. It's it's ridiculous. And you keep fighting for it. And it's just, so where do I see real estate going? Honestly, I think it's going to calm down soon. Yeah. Probably within the next six months before the 2021 i think right but i can be completely wrong <laughs> so yeah. don't take my <laughs> judgment yeah. on that um but yeah no it's been it's been a journey it's been a journey for okay. sure so covid didn't didn't really affect your business that much because after a couple of weeks they were kind of anxious the buyers are still looking it improved it yeah anything that's what i'm coaching hearing. and real estate yeah. that's awesome that's awesome i mean i'm in the, i'm in the same boat i i said you know 
I was going to go harder during COVID. I was like, we're locked down. We're going to do some cold calls, do this and that. And definitely a drop down in listings. I don't know if the market is, is similar where you are at because you're up north. But um, drop down in listings, but the buyers were still looking. And some people just need to buy a house and 100%. nothing's going to stop them, basically. 100%. Sellers are a little hesitant with trying to list their house right now. But right. that's why the inventory is so low, I would guess, yeah. if I can guess, right? And also, they, they're they understanding that it's tough to buy a house, too. So it's like, when I sell, where am I going? Right. So let me just stay where I'm at. That's true. Um, I've been telling all my buyers, I was like, guys, maybe you should think about waiting mm. or think about renting for the next year if you really, really have to, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I say that because I have a big listing right now. It's a 180-unit listing for renting. That's awesome. So I'm Congrats. Like, I'm like, let me just push them that way. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Get the rentals. But regardless, you know, I just tell them, like, guys, I, I think now is the time to, like, kind of readjust as to what you want to do. Because a lot of these buyers, the ones that are saying, Ed, let's negotiate 20000 under, I'm like, hit the road. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's, not, it's definitely a tough time for buyers. And that's... it's not just New Jersey. It's everywhere. Oh, you know? yeah. So for whoever is listening, I'm, I'm, you know, for the realtors out there, uh, wherever they might be, you know, everywhere I'm hearing this in Jersey, California, New York, Florida, yeah. Texas, it goes on. Yeah, it's definitely, that's good advice. It's tough for buyers. I mean, your buyers are going to be, paying over asking price in most scenarios yeah. with all the bidding. 100%. So yeah, I've been telling my buyers the same thing. It's, it's, it's pretty tough, but some people just got to move and, you know, they're not going to let that stop them, I guess. So tell me a little bit about your background. What were you doing before real estate and how did you kind of like find real estate as your passion? So I never thought I would ever get into real estate. Okay. Uh, I'm into fashion. I love fashion. I'll get dressed up every day. Yeah, I see on, the, on Instagram. Yeah. suit it up. And you know, that there's a story behind that, right? So I, I wanted to... I really wanted to find a, a job and a career that can really push me towards a, an industry where I can dress up every day, make lots of money. Yeah. I had different intentions before I got into real estate. Yeah. Um, I got into real estate about 2016. I was 20, I don't know, 22, something of that sort. Okay. And uh, when I when I got into it, I was thinking, wow, this is going to be an industry that's going to really put money in my pockets. Like, yeah. Great. And I can dress up. That's awesome. Hmm. Before that, though, it was I was a hockey player. That's why I love your your, your flow, right? Your <laughs> hair. I used to have long yeah. hair too. Oh man, it was the best. Yeah. Um, but I played hockey for a long time. And okay. Right cool. after right after hockey, I got injured, and just life told me set sales a different way. You know, hmm. I was studying pre med. It was just really bad. Oh, where'd you go to school? Um, Penn State. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, so yeah. I was at Penn State and just studying, and just wasn't working for me. So I said, all right, let me just come home reanalyze my life and my direction that was when I really listened to my heart what did I love to do mm -hmm. and the first thing that I heard and in, inside me my conscious was like bro go for music I'm like all right so I got into DJing that's awesome so I became a DJ a music producer got into tour managing but along that trail I realized I kind of funneled myself into the position in the role of social media management mm, okay. so I was doing social media management for this uh, for this one DJ duo and they're from Monroe, not too okay. far. And so I was doing the management side of things, but I kept doing social media. After that, I worked on another little uh, project, side project, you know, um, kind of like a movement, you know, become the best version of yourself, create things that matter, trying to build a community, motivational thing. side of things. And again, I was nobody, so like, why should people listen to me? But right. that all taught me stuff, right? So yeah. I got into that role, started up a little movement. I was doing social media again. So it was like constantly being Taught pushed you about yourself, social media. Yeah. So I was doing social media and man, it was just nonstop with trying to figure out, okay, well, if it's social media is going to be my life, how can I continue pushing that towards whatever endeavor I decide to pursue? Right, right. Eventually I got into real estate 
And because I realized social media doesn't make me money. Yeah, <laughs> so I was yeah. Like, Screw social media. I'm not doing it. And then I got into real estate for the wrong intentions. Get dressed up, make lots of money. It looks awesome, right? But when I got into it, long story short, I'll tie it on, I'll tie a knot on this. No, you're fine. Keep is, going with it. Is that, is that I realized that realtors have a problem with social media. Mm. I was like, what Very have I true. been doing for the past decade? Nothing but social mm. media. So I was like, what if I can start teaching realtors now about social media, how to generate leads, how to build brand awareness on it. Yeah. And teach them just and guide them hold their hand that way because i've done it for other endeavors other businesses other companies i've worked with celebrities and influencers they and it talk works so all across the board the social and, media and it works everywhere so yeah. i said let me try it out and maybe this could be another money-making machine and long story short i got so many people reaching out my following grew up and my following just blew up over the past four years because yeah. i got into real estate and i found my niche you know so value-wise right i'll drop a nugget for people if you're really trying to like find uh, a, a way or reason why you should build a following. You got to know why you deserve one. Yeah. Who are you to be getting all those followers? Mm. What are you giving them for them to want to hit that follow button? Mm. Whatever it is, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, it doesn't matter. Like, why are they hitting that button? And if they do hit it, what kind of value are you giving them to them on a daily basis for them to keep coming back for more? Right. Telling their friend Sally and John to follow you too. Mm. It'll eventually your following starts to grow. So right. that's what I realized is, oh, let me just, just provide value on a daily basis mm. and people will eventually start following more so and more so and the following will grow. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So now I teach other realtors how to do the same thing. It makes a lot of sense. So yeah. y your career change is a little drastic. How did, what ended up happening with pre-med? What, what made you want to leave the this I failed. <laughs> failed. <laughs> Simple as that. I failed terribly. Were you were you like passionate about uh, pre-med before, like going into no. it? You... I'm, so I'm an only child. Okay. My parents are best friends. They said, do this. It's like, why? <laughs> Makes a lot of money. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I got into that. They said, we can get into law. I said, no. I said, get into pre-med. And I said, all right, that sounds cool. I'll do it. Yeah. So uh, I got into it. But again, I failed. Hockey, I got injured. It was just like, Jeez. all right, like no more of that. Jeez. Find something else in life. So I call it a blessing in disguise. And when I book, I think chapter four will be like blessing in disguise. Oh yeah, that's a good title. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> So once you got into real estate, was there anybody specific that kind of guided you in that direction or anybody you were watching or, you know, like a mentor or coach that kind of led you into that world or you just found it on your own? So again, going back to the hockey world, um, there was a guy that we used to be rivals in high school and then college came around the corner and, you know, we ended that phase. Yeah. But I saw one of his uh, Facebook profile pictures dappered up from head to toe. Hmm. I was like, man, what do you do? I approached him. I was like, you know, set aside all the nonsense we went through. Like, what do you do now? It's like, real, real estate in New York. It's like, all right, cool. So I kind of was under him for a little bit just to see him, shadow him. Yeah. This was maybe 2015, 16, right? Okay. And that's when I said, all right, now let me dive into it in Jersey. He was like, come to New York. I said, no. Now you're <laughs> it's too New competitive, York? bro. No, uh, no, no. Everyone wants to, everyone and their mothers wants to be a realtor in New York. Really? No, thank you. So let me just focus on Jersey right now. I'll, yeah. I'll get there. Uh, but I was like, all right, cool. So let me try it out. Let me test it out. But who was like a real mentor or anything of that sort? Honestly, I didn't really have one. Okay. Um, you know, I saw I started watching Million Dollar Listing New York. Started seeing these guys, yeah. And so I was always watching their shows to motivate me. All right, well, these are how the top pros do it. So let me try it that way. This is how they're dressing. This is how they're talking. This yeah. is how they're. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, this is something I'll go off of and piggyback off, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. Sounds good. And 
And you know, now it's it's so interesting because watching guys like Ryan Serhan, Frederick Eklund, uh, Luis Ortiz, these guys that I originally saw in Million Dollar Listing New York, yeah. Now I'm speaking on stage with a guy like Ryan Serhan, which was right. so cool. It's amazing. That was such a fun experience. I couldn't believe it. So it's it's nice, and it was that quote that I saw once before. It's like make your idols your rivals, and I'm like, okay, all right. So like he was that. an yeah. idol, you know. And now we got things going on together, and it's just interesting stuff. Awesome. So, yeah, but so like little little guys like that, you know. It's just getting some sort of source of inspiration. Yeah. And I don't know. Just at the end of the day, it's what actually. What actually makes you happy? That's honestly the corniest thing ever, but it's so true. It comes true. down to that, yeah. Really, it really does Man. come down to that. I feel like a lot of the most corny lines are actually the most true. True. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, can't, you can't avoid it. Amen. Um, Amen. So how were your first couple months when you started? How was, you know, do you remember your first deal and, you know, getting adjusted into the new career? How did it go? Terrible. Horrible. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, it was my parents' investment property. Okay. And they bought it a year before I got my license. Okay. And a year later, I was like, guys, you bought it for two fifty five. I'm sorry, you bought it for one fifty five. You can sell it for two fifty now. Like that's and they didn't do anything to it. So I thought this was real estate. Like, wow, you buy a house a year ago, you can sell right. it for a hundred k more. <laughs> so intent immediately, I'm like, this is. This is great. Yeah. Like, okay, I want to buy investment properties. Yeah. But then I realized that was a dime in a dozen. <laughs> like, yeah. you're not ever going to get that kind of occasion. So, um, but yeah, so I sold their house. It was someone that came in from an open house. Okay. And, you know, um, the agent bought them. And funny enough, that was my first deal four years ago. And today, that agent that brought me my first deal is my uh, partner now. Really? It's just funny. Yeah, we opened up our own office now, so we have a, a Remax awesome. in uh, East Windsor. Okay. And we just opened up two weeks ago. Like, we're brand, oh, congrats. brand new. Thank you, thank That's you. That's awesome. So it's interesting stuff. Yeah. I didn't know you were a partner. The, I, I I saw your team, uh, the Venture. Yeah, Venture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, okay. so Angel is the is the uh, broker now. Okay. And so he's one of the owners of the entire company, and they brought me on as a CTO, so chief talent officer looking to recruit, bring, awesome. bring on new faces, brand awareness, social media, and all that fun jazz. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, didn't yeah, know, yeah. I didn't know that you were that involved in the team. I thought maybe you were like a team member. I didn't know you were like partners in yeah, the office. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I had no idea. So that's, I keep it on the down low. I got, yeah, I got things that I talk <laughs> about. And then, and then that's others. awesome. <laughs> um, so then with social media, you did you go in immediately with social media and just start doing that as soon as you became an agent? Uh, or you know, did you kind of like feel it out a little bit? Like, how was it getting used to doing social media for real estate? Were you uncomfortable from the camera, being, becoming a brand versus running a social media page? Cool, cool. So yeah, super uncomfortable in the beginning because I didn't know what to talk about. Yeah, I was talking about your hardwood floors and stainless steel appliances, and I don't know, is that quartz? Is that marble? Is that <laughs> granite? I don't, I don't know. So it's like tough to think of things. Um, so yeah, the first few videos were total just mess ups. Yeah, um, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that and don't acknowledge that, and that's why it they keep post just postponing just keep postponing and postponing mm. I'll do it later I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it next week I'll, I'll wait for that house and then you never get that house oh it wasn't meant to be it's like right, right. just do it <laughs> just stop just, gotta just throw yourself in the fire basically just do it right even if you mess up even if you say something wrong it's just you test it out let them let your audience tell you yo you screwed up <laughs> yeah. you know, your hair was off you had a booger in your nose like whatever own it right yeah. but you gotta do it to get feedback and just learn right. from your own mistakes but the first few times it was just video content creation, creating content on whatever I possibly could. Mm -hmm. I didn't have listings. I didn't have any deals. Yeah. My first year, I sold four houses. Okay. You know, one of them was my parents' investment property, so it was just like, it doesn't really count. Right, <laughs> and then the right. other one, my, my brother was living in that investment property, so I bought him a house. <laughs> so it was just like, okay, That's how you it start, still though. counts, though, yeah. right? It still start. counts. So I tested it out, and I was just working with what I had. 
that's what you have to do is work, is work with what you have. Yeah. And and uh, so yeah, I was just pushing along, posting whatever I could on social media. But that's when I started to realize more and more, the more that you post, the more people in your follow, uh, your following an audience know about what what you're about. Yeah. Right. So if I'm not going to be posting about real estate in my life like what else are they going to know me for mm. they knew me for the dj and the that and fashion whatever else i was posting back then god knows what yeah. um they knew me for that i had to rebrand and to rebrand into what i really want to push on a daily basis now which is real estate social media branding this is stuff that right. just it's just in my blood and veins now yeah that's what people should probably be posting more so of you know if mm. you love football if you love america you're prideful you love real estate you love showing houses you love cars whatever you love whatever your passion is whatever your passion is like it's naturally going to splurt out of you right. so you might as well make it part of your brand yeah absolutely like that's how you build a brand yeah absolutely and going back to what you're saying about you know being people being critical or you being a little nervous posting at first i think the thing is is that we might think in our heads that you know everybody's watching us and they're gonna be critical of us and I don't look the right way or I'm not speaking the right way I'm new to this I you know I'm new to the business whatever like such things come in your head um, people don't even think like that that's just us thinking that you know what I mean people people see it and they're like oh I should be doing that like if you're posting videos and videos and videos and you know you just, you, you have a booger or something like you're saying like nobody's even thinking about that except for you yeah but what it really comes down to and you know and a lot of people aren't posting enough and they need to just well, put themselves out there. Like no matter what you know, no, no matter what you're putting out there, it has to be you have to be pushing out content. I mean, and you're gonna start somewhere, even if it's like shitty content. Um, still content. You still gotta put yeah, you still gotta put your brand out there. And then and just to go off of that real quick is, what I say is that um, as as significant as content is, hmm. it's insignificant at the same time. Okay. And what I mean by that is if I post, if I it takes me an hour to craft this video. Mm. it's beautiful it looks good it looks clean it sounds great audio is good chose a nice track right you put some thought into it yeah as soon as you post it it's significant mm. really significant the second that someone sees it they're going to engage with it they're going to love it and what are they going to do next scroll away right it becomes insignificant just like that right which means what your hour was probably put into really good content yeah but now you're putting expectations into that audience member to know that next time you're going to be posting, it's probably going to be something similar. Mm. Where people go wrong is that they don't post something next because they said, oh, I put, I put so much love into that one video. I put so much energy. Right. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you're not good. No. You got to continue doing that. Maybe not to that level, but do something like that again Consistency. Soon. Be consistent. Yeah. And people just completely lose focus. So as, as significant content is, it's insignificant at the same time. You post, you better believe you need to post again. Yeah. Hence why I talk about, you know, and I'll get into really techie talk right now, put yeah. the nerd glasses on. Go for it. Algorithms. Right. right. We've heard of algorithms. People that don't know what an algorithm is, everything's got one. These microphones have one. My phone, the camera, the laptop, the light, everything has a way of working. Right. And so Instagram has an algorithm, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, you name it, everyone has an algorithm. How do you take advantage of the algorithm to get yourself more exposure is when it comes down to guys like me. Like I know these things because I've learned them from influencers and celebrities and they right. have the inside secrets, which I'm now bringing to real estate. Yeah. Realtors don't even know how to post a picture. No. And to the fact that I know like so much behind it is yeah. why people reach out to me. They're like, so what's the algorithm? So one of the algorithms I'll talk about right now is posting minimum five times a day on your Instagram story. Stories. Five. 
Yeah. That's like the magic number that Instagram likes. Mm. Once you post five times a day on your story, it kind of tells Instagram like, oh, like, okay, you're a, you're an active user. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for using our platform. We appreciate you. Here's some love. We're going to push you up a little bit. We're going to push you up a little bit. Right, yeah. exactly. If people go crazy now, 20 stories a day, 30, 50, and someone's at a concert. <laughs> a and they put, Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> you're off. You're not getting the love that you think you're going to get because now you're just annoying. Right, right. But you want to make sure that you're at least feeding the algorithm, giving the algorithm what it wants. So one of them is five times a day. Minimum, post five times a day on your story. Whatever you can do, twice in the morning, twice in the afternoon, twice in the evening, just spread it out yeah get your following to know that you're constantly posting mm. there you go there's your consistency you're having problem with consistency post five times a day on your story and that's, you that's no there's no um, background work to that either that's just quick a quick picture in the office a quick picture at a yeah. showing or like yeah. whatever it is you know that's not there's you no just time said two to do things it. like that are so easy and there's so much content and I, I i don't understand how when someone comes to me and says hey, i don't have content to post right there's so much content around it's not even funny yeah I'll take a picture of this black screen I'll put a quote on it if I have to yeah best real estate investment is whatever or your best investment in life is investing in real estate yesterday or whatever like, right like, right motivational something people you, overthink it too much I mean people think like that's a piece of content what you said is content just this podcast is content everything is content Absolutely. post everything you can yeah I think people also people also think that it's not gonna be you know maybe entertaining what they're posting and they're worried about that. Like, you know, this this might be boring or you know, it's just overthinking really. And you just get to commit to it, just throw yourself on the fire, start posting and you'll get better. 100%. Basically. So when did things start snowballing on social media? Because now you're at what, like 45,000 on Instagram, 10,000 on TikTok. You're just yeah. blown up right now. <laughs> if uh, So Instagram, I want to say that was 2017. Okay. I had about 8,700 8, followers. The only reason I remember that because I was doing my an an analytics yeah. um, that year. I was like, let's see how fast I can grow. So I had 8,700 followers, which were hockey friends and some friends from entrepreneurships and networking and followers that just followed me randomly. Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden, I found the niche. I found what my niche wants, and I gave it to them on a daily basis, very consistent. My niche is realtors that want free tips and tricks on social media and personal branding. Right. They want inspiration. They want content ideas and that's exactly what I give them there was never you know Gary V says it best is um, give give and then ask for something in return right jab jab right hook jab jab right hook so, so I said alright well let me do that you know let me give a lot before I even ask for anything I, mm -hmm. I never hooked I was just constant jabs like I was getting tired just constant jabs just do this for your Instagram do that for your Instagram here's an, on a podcast interview that I did where I talked about this where I did this where I did that where like there was never a time when I said give me something please there was never a time when I said looking to buy or sell real estate contact me right Jesus everyone does that yeah um, no I didn't even do that it's mm -hmm. just constant value 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 and then right. eventually I built up my own online course now I have a master class right. at grecoaching.com where I talk about just that, how to build your Instagram, how to build your personal brand, how to really get leads from it. Mm. Now I have a jab to hit people with. But now I've built up so much trust within people that they're going to be like, dude, you've given me so much at this point. Like I cannot only imagine what right. else you're going to give me if I pay for it. Like right. You've given me so much for free. I cannot imagine, right? So now I'm jabbing. But I'm still continuing to give. So now I'm entering the whole phase of jab, 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 right hook, right hook, jab, jab, jab. Right, right, right. So you got to figure out what your niche is about. But that's kind of when I realized what it was, 2017, three, three years ago. Was there any spark or any, any like specific moment like where you saw the followers start like 
bumping up or was it a gradual it's gradual gradual yeah. climb yeah and i feel like that's where real growth is it, it takes time for something to grow okay. i've seen so many people that went from zero followers to thousand to two thousand to five thousand to hundred fifty thousand it's like where where's the middle where, right where, right where did that happen yeah so that tells me they bought them it's fake it's not real mm. and what is you know I, I posted it on my instagram not too long ago i said what is a fake following good for it mm. boosts your ego definitely doesn't boost your uh, piggy bank mm. right you want to yeah. make sure you figure out what is going to actually boost your money side of yeah. things it's a real following you want to build a real following not a fake following it's going to yeah. boost your ego you'll feel good about it you can go to podcasts and say yeah i have 150,000 followers now it's like great good for right. you it's not what doing is any it? business for you what's your roi from that right oh well, a lot of exposure oh, that's good does it is it converting well you know <laughs> no i don't yeah i think some people yeah. have the mentality that having the appearance of followers will bring the real followers. Sometimes it does. You gotta do it the yeah. right way. Right. And it's very rare for that to happen because then their head blows up, they think they've made it, and you know what, I I'm, I applaud those people because they make my job much easier. <laughs> so, God bless. <laughs> That's interesting though that from the beginning you were kind of pushing out your coaching material and not your, not like posting about listings or you know, a buyer being a buyer's agent or about real estate, you were pushing more about tips and tricks for realtors to use on social media. Because that was my passion. Okay. That's the passion. Real estate, at the end of the day, is not my absolute true passion. Yeah. I know how to do it. Okay. I don't do it well. I know that for a fact. But boy, will I hustle and I'll make yeah. it happen. Yeah. For example, just I'll just use this example. The the most latest listing that I have, 180 unit listing. Like I would never imagine in my life to get a 180 unit listing. It's huge. And they're all rentals, starting at 1950 all the way up to 2500. Like I would never think I can get an opportunity like that. But for yeah. some reason, a realtor on Instagram reached out to me and said, "Hey, I have a project, an opportunity. Let's work on it together." Let's go. Amazing. She gave it to me. She's like, you do it. I can't do it. And I was like, absolutely. Let's yeah, go. why not? But that happened through Instagram. That happened from me giving her value. She came to my event. Oh, the one I was talking about before, actually, the, with Ryan Serhan. She came to that event. Oh, really? I saw her all the way in the back. And then for some reason, we just started talking at the end. And we just chatted. She's like, I've been following you. You've been giving me so much tips on Instagram. You never know who's watching. You, thank you for saying that. Yeah. You never know yeah. who's watching. You know what? Gary Vee might come across this podcast. I hope he does. You know what? (laughs) If he does, boy, shout out, Gary. But you never know. Someone might say, listen, gee, I was listening to this one podcast, and they were talking about something. Listen to it. Yeah. You never know. You never know who's watching. No. So do you have a team now that works? I I, I went on your website a little bit. I saw, like, there was some some people listed at the bottom. Do you have a team that helps you curate the content now, or are you still mostly involved with making the videos, posting, or do you have, like, an editing team and a marketing team? I have a team. I have a team for sure. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that gives the approval. So I, and then sometimes no one sees what I see. So I'll be like, all right, let me just do it. Yeah. (laughs) And so I still do it, which I shouldn't be. And I know because I have so many other money making things I should be doing. Mm. Um, But at the end of the day, content creation, the creative perspective overall is what I'm truly happy about. Like I love sitting behind the screen and creating content and video edit, editing a video. Okay. I love that stuff. It cheers me up. I could be up till five a.m. just doing that stuff. I don't mind. Yeah. But I know it's that is not going to make money right now. That's that's the passion. Yeah. So I want to teach others how to do similar things. Create your own content. But I do have a team right now. Um, I just hired an assistant not too long ago, which was so cool. I never thought I would do that yeah. anytime soon. But no, I just did that too. Um, and it's just a, a gradual growth. Yeah. So I have marketing. Um, I have a team that helps me out with the editing side of things, with photographers, videographers. So yeah. yeah. But 
you know, and just to give a, a little tip for others as well, is if you can't afford a team, get some high schoolers, get some college kids yeah. that love this stuff. Just say, listen, I'll pay you off a commission. If you don't have money and you can't afford one, yeah. a commission. Listen, yeah. for the next pro you help me take pictures of this uh, project, I'll give you 7%. I don't know. Yeah. Like, come up with it. I'll yeah. give you 7% commission of this, which could be $100, could be $2,000 you don't know. Yeah. But it's money that you're willing to give away. There are plenty of people willing to do that. Plenty. So we'll get those Portfolios and stuff. I mean, I'll build your portfolio and you help me out with that. Exactly. exactly. And that's what it, is, uh, what it comes down to. So once things started taking off with social media and you kind of became like the social media guru guy, um, you were talking about how, you know, real estate, the social media guru is more of your real passion than the real estate, correct? Right. So do you see it slowly phasing out the real estate or do you think you'll always be involved as an agent moving forward? I never wanted to be a realtor full time and yeah. I don't think I want to either. Yeah. But I want to have a team that's under me where I supervise them. So I'll, I'll almost have like the final say at the end of the day. Okay. I, because I, I know branding is everything. Yeah. I know eventually my name will be even bigger, which I aim for, and every, others should aim for it too. How yeah. do I grow my name so it's so big in my local area, whatever your area is, yeah. that others will want to just naturally want to work with me? And I'm talking home buyers, sellers, renters. How can consumers want to work with me to that point where I'm so in demand, I have a team to go ahead and just funnel them those leads. Hmm. Uh, so I want to get to that point where my name is so big, people will go ahead and approach me for business, and I'll just say, absolutely, I'll take care of it, no problem. And then I'll give it to my team members, and I'll still have the final say in it, right? Right. So right. I want to help out in any way that I can. I brought on a, a girl recently, and she she's a she's been in the business for a little bit, but this is her first time really diving deep into it. And she she was uh, I helped her put the put together the offer for for the one that was accepted today, for example. Nice. She was so happy. She's like, oh my god, this is my first offer. I'm so excited. Yeah. Like that's awesome. And then you know what? I feel phenomenal at the end of the day because she wrote it up. I told her how to do it. I said, do this, do that. Like I taught her. Right. Inside, I'm a teacher. Okay. My parents always said it. I said, I don't want to be a teacher. Stop it. No, no, don't. Uh, no. Yeah. But now I'm starting to realize, oh, shit, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I am a teacher in me, and I love teaching. I love guiding. I love helping. That's just my true passion. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you see yourself, um, you know, as you get bigger and bigger, do you see yourself more going towards the direction of maybe like a Gary Vee type situation where you're part of, you own a firm that's like a marketing advertising firm and you're teaching these companies how to market themselves through social media? Or do you see yourself more of as a public speaker figure? I mean, Gary Vee kind of is both of those. So yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, a mix. It would be a, it would be a mix. What okay. I see myself doing is traveling a lot. Yeah. Once COVID passes, hopefully, right? Yeah, <laughs> knock on wood. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely want to just travel the world and bring my inspiration and value and knowledge to the whole world if I can. And That's I've awesome. started to travel lately. You've done some speaking gigs, right? I've done some speaking gigs. I'm now an international speaker, which oh is so gosh. cool. I spoke in Europe. That's in awesome. In front of a, a college of like, I don't know, sixty students, yeah. tech tech geeks. It was funny. They were saying they're, uh, the whole month before like planning it out, they are like, you're going to speak in English. You're good. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And I get there. They're like, all right, last uh, like hour before, they're like, you're speaking in, in Slovak, which is my where I'm from. Okay. And they're like, you're speaking in Slovak. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, you had everything <laughs> planned and prepared. Everything planned and prepared. But you know what? I ran through it for a solid 43 minutes. I counted to the doc because I was sweating. I was like, I'm not doing that again. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine the pressure of being on stage in front of like so many people. Then speaking in a different language, which I yeah. can speak, but it's that like, as well on top of it. It's, it's like talking about algorithms or this. I'm like, how do I say that in slow? Oh <laughs> man! Funny. But the point is, is that I love that. I love traveling. I love seeing this world. I love yeah. teaching, like I was saying a few yeah. minutes ago. And but what do I see really myself doing? 
being a part of the team, being a, being that team leader in a way, and just having people underneath me, teaching them how to do things, guiding them the right way, and then just doing my own thing along the way. So maybe awesome. hiring another guy underneath me to supervise them while I'm away. Right. right? So it's just, but I, I see myself traveling a lot. That's awesome. That's 100%. Yeah, I think everybody would love to travel and be able to do work and on the road. And I've always wanted to find a yeah. job that can help me do that, and I never found the one. It's like, Pre-med, it was like, oh, how is that going to help right. me? I, I gotta be, yeah. I gotta be stuck. Office, like, I, I don't know. I gotta be stuck in office. So yeah. it's like, teacher, I'm stuck in one town. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. find it. And then I realized there's this whole world of building a brand, being so big that you just naturally in demand. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's kind of what I, what I really want to push for in, within the next five years. So I'm gonna be 30 in four years. Okay. And it's just like I would love to have my own house by then, have investment properties by then, travel a lot before yeah. I, you know, find the family, find the right one, you know, settle down and have responsibilities. Yeah. So before that all happens, I want to kind of figure out my stuff and just enjoy and explore. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, we're going to cut to a quick ad break, and we'll be right back. This episode is also sponsored by Josh Blair with Family First Funding. Buying a home should be one of life's greatest moments. Creating a happy customer is not just an idea. It's a tangible result that Josh strives to achieve on every single transaction. Josh's biggest passion and drive today is still the same, helping others achieve their personal goals and dreams. At Family First Funding, their mission is to set high standards in the mortgage industry, and they are committed to quality customer service, putting the people they serve first. Take advantage of their expertise in the residential lending industry by calling Josh Blair today. You will find that the skill, professionalism, and consideration they give to each of their clients is what will make getting your loan a successful endeavor. You can reach Josh personally anytime at 732 904 Again, his number is 732-904-7856. And I can testify personally. I work with Josh on many deals. He is my preferred lender, and he does an amazing job. His team is available around the clock 24-7. I call and text him anytime. So if you're a realtor looking to work with a new lender who's going to be reliable, answer your calls, and be on top of your deals, he's the guy to go to. And last but not least, we have Goldfinch Title. Goldfinch Title is backed by Trident Abstract out of Wall Township. A leader in the industry, Trident has been in business since 1976. At Goldfinch, they have specialized teams ready to respond with solutions tailored to your needs, whatever they may be. This ensures that you receive maximum responsiveness, cost effectiveness, and efficiency. In partnership with their growing networks of offices around the globe, they have the flexibility to service national and multinational customers. Communication is key, and from the moment your offer is accepted, Goldfinch representatives will walk you through every step of the process. I can personally vet for them as well. I've worked with them on many deals. They work with my preferred attorney, and I've had nothing but a pleasure working with them, and every transaction that's in their hands has gone extremely smooth. Goldfinch has been vetted by most major banks and lenders. They offer full settlement services, making the process with them simple and completely cohesive. So if you're interested in working with them, call 732-547-2242 for a quote today or to learn more about their services. Again, the number is 732-547-2242. All right, we're back. So I want to talk about TikTok now. Mm. The, the most viral of all social medias <laughs> to ever come out of the world. Let's go. Of China. Of China. Um, yes. So you were on TikTok. You post a lot on TikTok. Um, and obviously a lot of 
content creators hopped on there because they saw that it was getting a lot of growth and it was becoming more popular. How has how have you got any business from TikTok? Any conversion? I have. Yeah. I have. I I pre-approved three leads from TikTok. That is awesome. One of them just fired me the other day. <laughs> She's like, you don't text me enough. She's oh, like, I'm working God. with another realtor. I'm like, listen, you call me in the most busiest time ever. Like, oh, I don't blame man. you. Um, young young girl. She's like in twenties. Are they all younger clients? Yeah, they're younger. Yeah. They're younger, okay. absolutely. I have one client right now. Um, they're in their thirties, I want to say. Okay. Um, but they came into my TikTok live one night. And I was just talking about real estate and stuff like that, answering questions. And I had a lot of TikTok people in there. And they're like, oh, I just followed you. And, oh, how do I buy a house? And they're asking these questions. And this girl comes in. Uh, her name is Lisa. Yeah. And Lisa was like, oh, I'm thinking about buying a house in this area, Old Bridge. I'm like, that's, that's right, right down the road from me. Like, okay, like, yeah, how can I help you? And I was like, let's connect on Instagram afterwards. She's like, all right, cool. So I reached out to her, sent her a voicemail, video message. I was like, what's yeah. up, Lisa? Thanks for coming on my TikTok live. Like, how can I help you? just looking to buy I have enough of Bayonne and she just goes into her thing she's like yeah. I can't rent anymore I need to buy so I got her I'm, I'm working on getting her pre-approved right now nice she's looking for a nice multi-family she, she's got awesome. things you know but like how did that all happen right TikTok it's TikTok is such a new platform yeah. that it's still very fresh to understanding what it's algorithms how they work how mm. they're going to function so how this this specific time how I got this lead was me being a social media guy, right? Trying to experiment and, uh, and beta test as to how, what is TikTok about right now? How is TikTok working? What do you need to do to take advantage of it? And I saw TikTok change its algorithm for that week. And I realized the algorithm that was changed was I realized all the videos that I was seeing on the Explore, the For You page. Yeah like the explore page on Instagram, right? Yeah. The For You page, I'm seeing all these videos and I'm seeing New Jersey, New Jersey, Jersey, PA, Jersey. And I'm right. thinking, hold on. I'm seeing a lot of people do hashtag Jersey or I'm seeing people talking about Jersey or I'm seeing these accounts and they're in Jersey. I'm thinking, okay, now TikTok is experimenting with not going worldwide for the explore, but just the demographic in the area you're in. Yeah. So yeah. now it like took your location and it, so now I'm thinking, all right, well now would be a good time for me to create a piece of content that shows that I'm a realtor in New Jersey. Absolutely. So I was like, all right, well, let me create something. So I saw a trending video. It was a trending uh, song, okay. right, a soundtrack. And it was, I think it was like a song. I don't even remember what it was. But I realized a lot of people were doing a trend to it where it was like constant changing pictures, right, to every beat of the song. It was like change picture, change picture. And so I'm thinking, what if I did that, but instead of doing pictures of my life, I'll do it of houses. Mm. So I was like, all right, well, let me do it of houses starting from 100,000 all the way up to a million. Nice. So I was like, New Jersey, what you can buy in New Jersey from 100,000 to a million. That's smart. Yeah. And I got into it. Boom, 100,000, 200,000, 300. And I showed all these types of houses. Yeah. So what happened? All of these people in Jersey all of a sudden are like, oh, no, you can't buy that. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh, that's real. I really? live there. And you started getting all these people engaging. That's good. And so I'm just sitting back. I'm like, all right, go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep, keep talking. This is helping. Yeah, it's pushing and so, it out. Yeah, and people are talking like, oh, that house is this, this house is that. You can't buy that. And then all of a sudden, this person saw that. And then another video after that, I made another same thing, right? So if if someone if one asks, how do you blow up on TikTok? Find a trending song, yeah. a trending video, recreate it yeah. in your brand's terminology. So right. my brand is real estate. So on TikTok... Top five things that sell in this world. Humor, entertainment, education, babies, animals, and sex. Yeah. These things sell. Yeah. So I went with the whole TikTok 
um, Vine approach. What what worked on Vine? Right? Humor. Humor. Yeah. Humor. It just comes down to humor. Instagram, you got humor, you got education, you got inspiration, you got fashion, you got the whole nine on everything. Instagram now. But TikTok is video based. Videos do not, they, you don't have enough time in the day to really put your focus on it. People don't have time. They're like, yo, just give me what I want and let me go. So people go on to TikTok for their daily dose of humor, entertainment. Yeah. So you can't go on there and start educating right. or doing something boring. No one cares or shit. Right, right. It's just very true. You got to give them what they want. Yeah. Most of the time, it's going to be entertainment. So yeah. I said, let me create a entertaining content, piece, a piece of content that is going to teach them something, will make them relatable, you know, a com- level of commonality. Yeah. So I said, let me start taking trendy songs, trending kind of videos, and recreate it in real estate terms. So I did right, that. Right, right. And now all of a sudden I did another video that was talking about, like it was a trendy song. It lasted for like maybe 13 seconds. Mm. But in that 13 seconds, I talked about the four things that a buyer needs to know before buying a house. Okay. So I was like pointing and pointing and all of a sudden text pops up, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying like, you don't need 20% down payment. You can do 3%. You don't, you need a realtor and this, like all. And so this lead saw that. She's like, mm. I didn't know you don't need uh, 20% down. Yeah, 3% is good if you qualify for it and this and that. Right, right. For conventional FHA. She's like, this is great. I had no idea. Like, let me connect you with my guy. He'll tell you more. That's so Done. awesome. It's just... I'm surprised to hear that. I mean, I'm sure, I, I figured you were going to tell me something like that, but like TikTok <laughs> is so hard, I feel like. It's like, it you know, the, the audience is very... It's, it's a younger demographic, definitely. For sure. And, um, but this I is, mean... But this is your audience that is eventually going to buy, eventually yeah. going to sell. Yeah. You might as well start learning their language now so you yeah. can speak it later when that's, they're that's, ready. That's very true. What do they speak? They speak, whoa, they speak all yeah. this nonsense. <laughs> hey, you got to give it to them. It's, it's, we laugh at it, but it's, yeah. that's how they speak. Yeah, yeah. That's, so you got to speak it that way. And it's it's probably, you know, the, the leads that you are getting from there are going to be very hot because there's not that many realtors probably on there targeting it, especially in New Jersey. Like, how many could there possibly be on TikTok? Not that many. And... Unlike Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, any other social medias, YouTube, um, TikTok is, the point of entry is a lot harder for the older generation of realtors. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder. So you're kind of, you know, you tap into that market and all those buyers are yours because there's not many realtors on there. Theoretically, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about um, USA potentially banning TikTok? It's a conversation <laughs> that has been brought up many times now. Yeah? You've talked about it? Oh, yeah, so many Where, times. Where, on, like, on a, a podcast? or podcast, people ask it all the time. Yeah. It's, it's a question, you know. People always ask, like, what's going on with TikTok? I see you constantly promoting it, but now it's going to be banned. Are you afraid? Right, right. <laughs> I'm not afraid. No. It's, it's, I personally don't think it will happen. Yeah. So let's, let's go with that, right? Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. The reason why is because, think about it. When a new platform is introduced to social media, hmm. There has to be certain amount of people that run through it, check it off, confirm it, approve it, make sure it's running properly, and then approve it finally. Like, right, it's like on the app store and stuff. So like, why would all these guys approve something wrong if they saw something incorrect with it? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they're taking your information. Well, that's not good. This is good. Oh, you know what? Let's push it out anyway. No way. Mm-hmm. There's no way. People go in the USA, people in Europe, people in all the continents, yeah. I'm sure they ran through their whole checklist to make sure that okay so but now we're talking about oh well Indian or, uh, India already banned it yeah these right. guys are already banning it well these guys are already banning why honestly why are they banning it to be honest media is very loud they might ban it just because they're hearing other people talking about it right they might see that others are oh well they're getting their data stolen you think Instagram isn't stealing our data or Facebook right it's, they it's all are happening regardless oh, yeah are course. they taking it on a different level maybe 
But at the end of the day, <laughs> like this world can take your nothing is primed anymore. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, what's the point? So I'm not gonna try to fight it. Take my info. That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to take it. Give me a call. I'll help you find a house. <laughs> like, give me a call. I'll help you answer any questions that you have about me. It's just to that point now. Yeah. Of course, for security reasons, don't take my passwords and stuff. Yeah. Like, relax. Yeah. But the point is, is that, um, you know, I think I think media is pushing things a little too loud. Uh, yeah. And definitely. TikTok is one of those platforms that is so new, and and the, I'll give you this analogy, right? This whole thing that just happened not so long ago with T-Mobile, right? Mm. With the Sprint and right. so I don't I don't even know what happened. All I know is that T-Mobile went down for the day. Yeah. I was enraged. I was like, I have T-Mobile. Like, yeah. I have people that are calling me. Yeah. Uh, so many things going on. Like, I cannot afford this right now. I was so pissed off with T-Mobile that day. And then all of a sudden, later on at night, I see an article being posted. Oh, AT&T went down, and, T- and Verizon went down, and these guys went down. Hmm. Did they? And I, I also I'm texting some people and in, in Instagramming because I got Wi-Fi, so I'm reaching out to people and like, I have Verizon, I have AT&T, I didn't go down. Just a publicity so, stunt to cover Publicity, the, right? So T-Mobile will probably control. like, let's just, yeah, exactly, yeah. let's just make everyone seem bad. Yeah. And yeah. then it'll calm people, people down. Yeah. And so, so, so very similar to that, right? Maybe Instagram got together with. Maybe Twitter wow. and YouTube, and it was like, you know what? They are doing so well because think about it. Instagram is is now losing followers because of TikTok. Definitely. Why? Because mm. TikTok is providing more organic traffic to that page versus the Instagram. Yeah. Instagram entered a very pay-to-play era a few years back when Mark Zuckerberg bought Instagram. Mm. The second Mark bought Instagram, Mark said, you know what? I'm going to instill the whole Facebook mentality into Instagram where now you have to charge for advertisements, charge for sponsorships. You want more uh, um, engagement and traffic? You got to pay for it. Mm. Instagram 10 years ago, for your 10 followers that you had, nine of them were seeing your stuff. Today, for your 10 followers on Instagram, you're lucky if one or two sees it. Mm. You want more? Oh, you want more? Okay, pay for it. Oh, now you go at five. Oh, you pay more for nine. You know, it's like, damn. But TikTok is kind of just like a free-for-all. Right. You want exposure? Post a video. Post a good video, it might end up on somebody's Okay, so I got on TikTok in May 2019. I was in Europe uh, speaking at at that event, and this is the first time I, I learned about TikTok. And I'm on TikTok, and I see a few videos, and all of a sudden it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I, I, I don't, I can't make it up. I was up till 4 a.m. watching videos. I was like, yeah. why the, why it's was I just thing. hooked? Yeah. Why was I just hooked for six hours? It's quick. Thing? It's quick. It's easy to consume. It's just like. And then, then the next day, I was like, I'm gonna create a video to see what happens. So I had zero followers in May of 2019. Okay. okay. Posted a video, had a hundred views. Now I'm thinking that's interesting. Like I have zero followers. Where do those hundred views right, come from? Right. All right. Whatever. Next video. Next day. Two hundred views. All right, cool. Next video, 300 views. This is interesting. Fourth video I post, 67,000 views. <sighs> now I'm thinking, what just happened? Like, right. Where did that you come hit, from? You hit something. I must have like yeah. hit a button, like a button that really pushed that. So I'm thinking, wow, that's so interesting. How TikTok just gave me so much organic traffic. Yeah. And so now um, I'm thinking in my mind, how can I make more content so I can continue getting those crazy amounts of views? Yeah. And I'm thinking that's going to push more traffic into my brand, into my page, which will eventually funnel into my Instagram, my YouTube, my website, my my coaching program. I mean, just alone from real estate, I had about 15 leads from TikTok. Three Mm. of them I actually got pre-approved. Awesome. um, From TikTok. 
I think I have maybe six clients now, six students now, yeah. uh, for, for my coaching stuff. Oh, so awesome. Realtors just saying, dude, I love your stuff. I'm like, dude, I teach you how to do this stuff. Like, dude, teach me. I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. Talking. But yeah, so that's, TikTok is good. I yeah. Like so you heard it here first from Ed Stulock. The conspiracy is Facebook and Instagram are going for TikTok. <laughs> it's a conspiracy within a conspiracy. Yes. <laughs> no, he actually, he had a TikTok page. I mean, he was getting a couple hundred views every video. And then he posted some some video he made. A, a scammer, like, sold him some fake AirPods. And he, okay. he went back and confronted the guy and filmed it. Nice. And out of nowhere, blew up. How many likes did you get on it? Like, like 100,000? Yeah, like 100,000. And he was only getting a couple hundred views every video. And then, boom, just... I mean, it happens, you know, enough people like it and it's getting pushed on everybody's feed. It's just, it's very, like you're saying, a very organic platform where anything can really happen. The possibilities of you getting blown up are just endless. Because again, it's the algorithm. Yeah. That video right there. How long was that video? I actually like cut it up into like three different videos. I want He's like part two. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Oh, following part two. one of those guys. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but no, but so, so that. That reeled people into your page, though. And yeah. So I'm sure you got a good following from that. I'm sure you oh, got yeah. a lot of engagement. His account got banned, though, now. He, yeah. he had to get, somebody reported it for who knows oh, why. Yeah, but he but lost things happen. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that, that stuff right there is what reels people into your page. Yeah. And the algorithm saw that out of 100 views, your first 100 views, you got like 67 likes and probably like 20 comments. That's really good engagement. They keep pushing it. So it's like a, it's a ladder. It's like how many, how many, how much engagement can you get out of 100 views? Oh, if you do well on this level, we'll push you up to the next level. Yeah. And it'll keep going and going until you keep going. And then it'll realize the conversion rate. Once the conversion rate starts to slow down, then it'll stop pushing it. Yeah. Another cool little algorithm about TikTok is that you can post 23 videos today and they will sporadically kind of push themselves out there. Mm. So if you post 23 today, it'll push tomorrow, it'll push next week, it'll push three weeks from now, and you don't know which one will blow up. I have one video that just hit 100,000 views again. Yeah. Just randomly. Really? It's just like, why? I posted it four weeks ago. It was like, why now? Yeah. It happens. If it's engaging content, it'll get, you know, it'll get the likes, it'll get pushed up to the top. That's really like, whenever I'm watching a video and I see it's a funny video, I always check the likes. I'm like, how many likes does it have? They always have... A, ton of likes if they're actually good con if it's a good video good content or funny and what did we say before you never know who's watching yeah you don't know th that little kid might be like oh my god my parents were just talking about buying a house oh yeah. mom <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't know that's funny so how much of your business would you say well like what percentage from social media in general like instagram facebook um youtube anything how much of your business would you say you actually do from there? 76. 76%? 76%. Percent, okay. Yeah, I have the, those analytics. I was just uh, interviewed by uh, uh, New York Weekly. I saw. Congrats. Yeah, That's thank awesome. You, thank you. Yeah. And, and so they were saying, you know, they were asking me just that question. They were like, so how much business do you actually get from social media? All my leads are social media. I have one person that I got from a referral from a, um, a client, uh, sorry, a colleague of mine at the office. Yeah. She's like, here, work this guy. I'm like, okay, sure, no problem. Literally the only one. Mm. Zillow, I don't do Zillow. Realtor, real, so you, I don't, you don't I don't, pay for don't, any, any leads? I don't, I don't. And that's also another thing that pushed me to understanding how to use social media better and better and better. Mm. Four years ago when I entered real estate, I don't have money to invest. How am I supposed to go and invest money into real estate and realtor.com and Zillow and this and that's that? a lot of money. I don't have money. I barely have $50 to buy gas. Like, how are you expecting me to yeah. go ahead and do this now? Yeah. No shot. So I said, how can I use social media to get it for free, get exposure for free? Mm. I'm getting listings. I'm getting buyer leads. I'm getting renters. It's yeah. just like I'm getting everything that I want to. And also on top of that, it's not like when a Zillow lead calls, I have to fight for it. I have to prove them that I'm a great realtor. Right. 
I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone reaches out to me on Instagram and be like, I saw your stuff, love it. Talk, I want to talk about uh, listening to my house. Yeah. I know I'm not going to go and compete with five others now. Right, right. If they went to me, I love that. I'd Absolutely. rather have business chase me than the opposite. No, that's really good. And you're also building your brand while you're doing it. Building so your brand, yeah. you're not, you know, it's paying for leads. I mean, I talk to a lot of agents um, on the show and off the show, and, you know, paying for leads ultimately, you're, you're losing a lot of money. You, you, there's so many organic ways to be getting those leads. There are. It takes time. It yeah. takes time. Some people don't have time, so they'll go and invest into Zillow, which I'm for. Yeah. That's totally fine. Um, but if you have your own way that works, yeah. say door knocking. Might as well target it. You know, when I was I, I was door knocking. I haven't door knocked in about two years now. Yeah. But when I was door knocking, I hit condominiums. I hit condos. Why? Because the door is like 10 feet away from the next one. Right. I'll do it in an hour. I'll hit like 200 doors. <laughs> knock, knock. Hey, interested? No. <laughs> knock, knock. Yeah. Interested? No. And, and, and I got I got a seller lead from that. I got buyer leads from that. So it worked. Mm. Of course, they weren't big, bigger, bigger tickets. Right, but, right. But the point is, is that you got to find out what works for you. Push for that, and don't stop. Yeah. Just push for that. Find your specialty and just go all in on that tunnel vision. So we we, we kind of talked about this earlier, but I had you know to wrap up the episode a little bit. I had some questions. Where do you see yourself in ten to twenty years? Maybe I mean, we talked about like if you want to travel and things like that, and you know be able to speak. So maybe let's say next five years, where do you want to be? I am thinking. I think like the ultimate goal, which I don't talk about too often, is you know being in in like a show, movies, yeah. something of that sort. Like I would love that type of exposure. You need our listing, like be on it. Something of that sort, but yeah. not exactly. Like again, that is more so of real estate. Yeah, I wanna, yeah, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to just be. I don't want to focus or funnel myself down to into only real estate. Like right. I would love, for example. Apple or Microsoft or maybe Dell or maybe McDonald's or Lexus to reach out to me like, listen, we want your brand strategy for the year. Like, what's going on? What That'd works? Be awesome. And I'd be like, ooh, okay. So now I want to be hired out for that stuff. Okay. So I want to be looked upon as the brand strategist overall, not just for real estate. Yeah. Real yeah, estate yeah. is right now. Right. But the long-term vision, I want people to recognize me as such a big brand, such yeah. a big face that they'll be like, we want to, I don't know, here, please wear this. We'll right. pay you. Great bands. Uh, bands reach out. <laughs> you know, um, um, what's his name? Ronaldinho, right? The okay. the soccer player. He makes more money from sponsors than he actually does from playing soccer. Roger Federer, the tennis player, he makes more money from um, what is it called? Um, um, IQ. I forgot what the uh, Uniqlo. Okay. Uniqlo, the company. Yeah, 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 yeah. They pay him more. They said Uniqlo literally came up to Roger Federer, and Roger Federer has his own brand, right? Roger Federer and Nike. And all of a sudden, they said, we will pay you more than what your own company gives you. Just wear us for the next 13 years or whatever it is. And you cannot wear your stuff. If you're going to play tennis, you cannot wear your stuff. If you're going to do this, you cannot wear your stuff. Yeah. And so now he's like, okay. I think he made like $81 million just off of that. And tennis did not, did not even make a fraction off of that. So the point is, is that the bigger the brand and the bigger the face that you have, the more people will want you to, here, please wear this. Yeah. We'll pay you. Yeah. That sounds like an You're easy basically, life basically to You're basically a representative of them. Representative of them, yeah. pushing it out there. So it's like one one day I would love for a movie executive to be like, you know what, we, we need a face like yours in here. Yeah. Be like, All right, cool. And believe it or not, I've already seen some TikTok stars in movies. I've yeah. seen Vine stars that are in movies today that have become actors because of it. Yeah. And actresses yeah. because of it. I've seen them on commercial. I'm like, shit, man. Like, that's, that's so easy. From a six-second video, 
And being on an app for free, you right. got to the point of that. That's amazing. I applaud you. That is pretty crazy. <laughs> what's some What's some advice you'd give to somebody starting out in business, branding, entrepreneurship, real estate, any of those things that you're all you know all involved in? Mentorship. Find mentorship. Find someone to shadow yourself under. Um, figure out what they do. Cut the learning curve. Mm. Uh, you know, my best thing that I always say for the realtors watching and listening is, um, you know, if you're going to be on a at, a, at an agency and you're going to want to just be there just because they're offering you, I don't know, 80% split, you know, 80-20 split and wow, that's so, so much. I can make so much. Mm. But like, what is 80-20 of nothing versus 50-50 of something? Mm. So, what I recommend is for the newbies, get on a team. Get on a team learn if you can. Learn from them. Yeah, if you have to split your commission 50-50, do it. <laughs> what are you like crying about? Right. You're getting leads fed yeah. to you. You're getting deals pretty much handed over to you. Hmm. Like, do it. 50-50 of a lot is a lot. 80-20 or 90-20 or 100% of, some, of nothing is nothing. Exactly. So it's that mentality. Just find a mentorship. Mentorship is key. That's what everybody's been saying. Yeah. Everybody's been saying that when I asked that question. So I think it's, it must uh, be right. It's, it's true. I, I think absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome, Ed. Thank you so much for coming on. Totally. Shout out your socials. Shout out your course, IGRE. Tell tell everybody about that. And awesome, awesome. Plug yourself. Yeah. yeah. So Ed Ed Stulak, E D S T U L A K on uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Realtor of TikTok on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> and uh, IGRE Coaching is my. Uh, a masterclass where I teach about Instagram, growing your Instagram, your brand, lead generations, and all this stuff. If you want to learn how to get a 180-unit listing, you know, get my He's course. <laughs> that, is the, that is the way to get it. So, but yeah, no, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I appreciate the love and support. I appreciate you coming out. This is a great conversation. Make sure to follow us. Thank you so much for watching. Follow us on all social media at Real Talk Cast. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and on Apple. Please leave a five-star review. It really helps us get pushed up in the podcast <laughs> algorithm. Thank you for watching. Follow me at M. Greco Realty. We'll see you guys next time.